You're listening to The Building Code. I'm Tom Houghton. Hi, Tom. I'm Paul Worth. Hey, Paul. Thanks for saying hi to me. That was a, that was a nice little wrinkle there. That was. I thought it was getting a little dull. So, <laughs> well, right now, our, our listeners know who you are. Stay tuned, because in 2020, a whole new intro coming. Ooh. A little tease there. Some like hip hop or something? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we got the nice rock music at the beginning. We so. also want, we also, and we, that means me, I want to start doing segments. Yeah, we're, we're talking about adding some segments to the show. If you have an idea, Ooh, listeners, email us at podcast at buildertrend.com. Yeah. I like it. We'll accept We've any and all ideas. suggestions. Yeah, we got ideas. We have, we have, we have quite a few. Okay. Well, we're, we're just leaving our guests hanging. Right? We are. Let's move on. Joining us via phone today is Ryan Hay, owner of Oakman Building in Oakman. Austin, Texas. That's right. Hey, Ryan. How's it going, guys? Did you catch that? I did. I said, hey, Ryan. Yeah, hey, Ryan. Yeah, you probably, you <laughs> I bet you he's never lot. heard that <laughs> joke before. Never. Wow. Never. Wow. Ever. It was the first time. Okay. That's new for Paul. Let's edit that. <laughs> Ryan, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you on. We met. Uh, geez, a couple weeks back, right? In um, in Dallas for the Builder Trend University on the Road? Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, went up to Dallas, did the Builder Trend uh, training. It was a, a day up there, and uh, yeah, had a good time. Awesome. Yeah, so we chatted, and I just, I just uh, I think I remember, it was a whirlwind down there, but I remember hearing your story and going, okay, let's get this guy on the podcast. So yeah, here we are. So Ryan's got a great story. He's currently a Builder Trend customer. Uh, you signed up originally in April of 2018, but mm-hmm. then uh, a few months after that, about nine months after that, you decided to leave Builder Trend. You were away for a couple months, then you That's came right. back. Yep, we ditched you guys and then came crawling back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we welcomed you back we, with, with arms right. wide open. The warm Builder yep. Trend embrace. Exactly. Yeah, the prodigal son had returned. <laughs> yeah. One swipe of the credit card and I was back in the family. So. There you go. Yeah. I like that. That's good. I like that. That's, That's all good. it takes. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you can give us, let's start with the background of your company. Just tell us mm-hmm. some details about what you guys do, how big your team is. Uh, let's start there, but then we want to dive into your story. So Sure. So um, started my company in uh, 2014. I've had a um, career in home building as well as commercial and heavy civil construction prior to that in Houston and then moved to Austin my company wanted to move me back to Houston and um, my wife at the time did not want to move back to Houston. So she wanted to stay in Austin and how I, how Oakman got started is a buddy of mine. We're watching football and drinking a beer and he lived on the East side of Austin and said he wanted to get out of the East side and um, build a custom home for his family in a little bit better school district. And I told him, man, I can build you a house. And one thing led to another. He bought a lot. I created an LLC. I bought insurance. And all of a sudden, I had my own little home building company here in Austin. Just like that. Just like that. One thing, you know, uh, in 2014, the market was really thriving here. And so the architect that that designed that house had two more remodels and got those under contract and told my wife, we, you know, have something here. So quit my job and focused on Oakman full time. So I left the company and the um, salary in 2015 at the beginning of 2015. So I've been by myself primarily for the la- for the first couple of years. And then the last two years, um, I've hired a couple of project managers and some office staff. So currently, uh, we have five employees, uh, two project managers, an admin, a bookkeeper and myself, uh, primarily build in central Austin, 
uh, full house remodels, a couple of new, con- new, new builds, new homes. Um, that's basically it. <laughs> okay. That's cool. That's, that's a, great. That's a really great story. So I have questions. We, we ask everybody this, so this could probably be a segment. It is. Right? This is a the segment. The background to your uh, Yeah. Name. So so how did you come up with the name for your business? So my Oakman is my middle name. Oh. So Ryan Oakman Hay. Okay. Is that your mother's like maiden name then? or? So it's my grandmother's on my father's side maiden name cool that's and cool so name. it's his middle name and then it's my middle name and it's also my son's middle name awesome. and i swore up and down when i was a kid that oakman would end with me and <laughs> i would i would not pass it on and then as soon as i ended up with a company named <laughs> named oakman and my son so uh kind of switched there but all my friends call me oakman so oh really uh, kind of stuck yeah oh okay yeah. so you're oakman <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's why I struggle with the intro. I'm just used to calling him Oakman. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> well, everybody, I'll call and like check on, you know, call whatever countertop supplier or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, John, the Oakman is on the phone," and it's like, "I'm not the Oakman, just Oakman." <laughs> yeah. Well, you did that as well. I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's Oakman. Oakman. Uh, that's cool. That's a really cool story. The other question I have uh, for you is, um, you know, you're a fairly younger guy. You have really no plans or grand schemes to get into custom home building. It's just sort of happened with you. Um, mm-hmm. I- I'll say this and how scary was it to hire your first employee or what were some of the things that, you know, that you were, that concerned you when you did that? Cause that really Man. means that you're kind of in it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was definitely something, you know, I mold over for, man, when I started, I was by myself. So mm-hmm. almost immediately the thought of when, when I can hire an employee, uh, you know, I started thinking about it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Obviously I didn't do it, um, right away. And it, it's scary. It's not only the financial responsibility of being a business owner and, and, and saying, I have to make this guy's salary, um, probably above my own, uh, at the end of the day. Um, but also the the responsibility to to their family to you know mm-hmm. them, um, it's a lot. And so um, I hired my my first project manager uh, on an hourly basis. Um, I thought that was a little bit uh, better. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I could control his cost a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then quickly uh, changed him over to to salary once I saw the the ability for us to get more done to expand our bandwidth and our management and our coverage, um, we kind of took off. So I had um, my first project manager for about eight months before I hired our second project manager. Um, and so, yeah, getting over that hump of hiring employees was a big one because I wanted to make sure I had uh, the money and the resources to do it. And then once I saw, I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> I hired another one. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So as you move forward, and maybe this is uh, something that uh, a lot of business owners who are listening can relate to, what is the formula for adding more employees now? Like, w- how do you know when the time is right or that you're financially ready for that? Or do you have some sort of formula? I think for us, it was um, just looking ahead at the projects that we had coming, um, having a good feel for the next six, eight, 12 months, Mm -hmm. um, knowing that, you know, running a bunch of calculations on worst case scenario, best case scenario, as far as our sales and revenue and and profit, we're going to go. And just at that point, like, okay, you know, what's this going to take? Can we do it? 
even if, you know, something goes wrong, um, we're still going to be okay. And that kind of gives you that runway to then, you know, as soon as he comes on, it's an, it's an immediate, like, okay, now we got to get, you know, work on that next job and get that next, um, project lined up so that we Mm -hmm. can uh, continue the train rolling. So when I was, before I hired employees, it was, it was two or three projects. Um, and that when I had three projects spread across the city, um, I was, I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off all day. And once we were able to, to hire, uh, an employee and a project manager, I was able to like split it up geographically. Um, what made sense for who to run what project based on experience and owners. And we were able to, to really focus on what we're doing and, and manage our day so much better and increase our productivity uh, based on that because we're able to, you know, we're not, you know, reactionary. We're mm-hmm. able to be much more forward looking and uh, that way. So it seems like that, that is the shift for a lot of businesses in this industry, the industry we have in construction, especially residential building and, and like commercial. It's like at, at one point you stop being reactionary and become, yeah, you gotta, you, you're proactive. Yeah. You got to go on mm-hmm. the offense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is, does that correlate with the time you go, okay, well I need something like builder trend or I need sort of this backbone of how we do things, how we plan, how we, you know, log information, where we store information. Is that, or did that come with, employees think, employees are asking for this like hey i, I think yeah for us this? for us it was a um it was we, i hired an employee and i had no process procedures mm-hmm. like where where are the latest and greatest plans for this project it's mm-hmm. like well dang they're on my computer uh, you know it's like i know where they are they're in my file how i categorize things um and so it quickly became obvious that we needed you know we had no policy or procedures for anything and so you know we start with you know the document control and that sort of thing so we make sure we're building the right thing um and and from there we just you know quickly look for solutions and that's that's what kind of brought us into the builder trend um arena i guess yeah so before you so i, I feel like there's a period of a couple of years there as you're probably getting your processes up and running what what were you using before you came to us the first time around do you mind me asking no i mean a, a hodgepodge of you know online cloud drives and 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 storage solutions um folders on my desktop when it was just me it wasn't an issue because everything was on my computer and i didn't have to share it with anybody and if i did i you know emailed an architect or whatever so that was easy once i i had a small team uh, you know, a sec- two project managers and um, actually, you know, uh, one project manager looking at the hiring the second, I realized, man, we need we need to share this stuff uh, easier and, and more efficiently and kind of put our information all in one spot so that we have that kind of place that we can that we can look. And um, so. Okay. So you started with Builder Trend and then uh, you're with us for Ooh, are we gonna get into the hard stuff? We are. Oh. We're gonna it's gonna get rough here, folks. Product team, or I guess I don't know whose fault it is. Yeah. Well, could let's could find. be sales team, could be product, could be let's, anybody. Let's go point some fingers. Builder trend employees <laughs> who are listening, hit just close your eyes. Just, just close just your take your earbuds just out. Just take some time off. Yeah, just yeah. So tell us so you got started and you're with us for a few months 
And then what happened? Walk us through that. So starting off, I think we prob- we did bite off more than we ch- could chew. So looking back on it, we tried to go from zero to builder trend elite user in uh, overnight. And it, it, it was something that wasn't fully adopted because of that, because people like got frustrated because we didn't, we didn't start off with like a single thing. And, and so we got started with a couple of the thing, you know, like daily logs are pretty easy. Um, we kind of put a couple of job schedules in there. Um, we weren't using selections. We weren't using any budget tools. We weren't using client communication messaging or any of that stuff. Um, the daily logs were really the first thing we picked up. Um, and those were awesome and, uh, very beneficial during that time. Um, and so, you know, once after about eight months, we started like, Hey, I don't feel like we're using this software. And we kind of had a team meeting about it. And we said, what's the, you know, is this worth it? One, do we need it? It's only, you know, there's four of us in the room. Um, and the admin, uh, wasn't even there at that time. So it was the bookkeeper who we weren't doing the budget stuff through there. So it's like, what, what is, you know, is this worth it? And we kind of came to the decision that, Hey, maybe we can go back to our rudimentary, um, third, you know, hodgepodge of apps and softwares and, and do it that way. Our clients weren't really using it probably because we weren't pushing it. Um, we can do our daily communication through email. We can do our file storage through Google drive or Dropbox or something. We can, you know, selections can go back into Excel, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we pulled the plug and we turned it off and, um, you know, we built a Google drive. We, you know, transferred our schedules over to Microsoft project and then stopped with, uh, the daily logs. Um, we tried to do during that period that we were off, we tried to do daily logs in an email, uh, to me. Um, it, it wasn't as rope, you know, it didn't, it, it worked for a while. Um, and then during that time, we just kind of got back in old habits and, and everything kind of like fell off. We, we started dropping the ball more on plans. We started, you know, how, you know, clients would ask us, how do, how do you communicate with us? Where's all like, where can we see what's, you know, all of this documentation? And I'd think to myself, I'd be like, uh, dang, Builder Trend would have been perfect. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, shoot. <laughs> but it's like, we have this Google Drive that will share a link to this folder and that's where your plumbing fixtures are. And it just kind of felt, I don't know, rinky-dink and kind of amateurish of how we were trying to sell kind of our process. And we're trying to be, an, you know, an elite, luxury, high-performance home builder who, who – prides ourselves on being the the most attentive team in the in the city and you know yet we're using kind of this hodgepodge group of things and every there's different pieces of information everywhere um and so 
we were sitting, you know, same kind of thing, like, hey, now this isn't working. And uh, one of my project managers is like, let's go back to Builder Trend, but let's do it right. What, what was his name? Yeah, we got to give him a raise. <laughs> his <or> her name. <laughs> that her person needs Aaron. a raise. <laughs> they might have a T-shirt um, coming to them. <laughs> and so, I, you know, I kind of told them, like, I'm willing to spend the money on it, but we've got to, we've got to dive in. We got to do it right. And so mm-hmm. we kind of started over, um, you know, swiped a credit card again, got back in. Um, and I think we started off, uh, we started off right, uh, in the, in the fact that we, we took things one at a time mm-hmm. building, you know, back into daily logs. And I said, you know, it is now a requirement that every job gets a daily log every day with pictures and like they started doing that and and that's taken off and that works and then we said okay all you know we got two new jobs coming up those are going in builder trend let's i'm gonna spend the time get with my coach figure out the selections so we can sell this stuff and and just slowly began integrating um as much as we could in kind of one thing at a time Mm -hmm. um we're we're and honestly we're still not an elite user of builder trend i don't do budgeting in builder trend right now um that is on uh the horizon for us we've actually had a meeting this week with my uh, bookkeeper about getting her started with training so that we can start um because for us it's like it's all like i want as much in there as possible Mm -hmm. and so um I think this time we've gotten buy-in from our from my employees. Our owners love it. Um, I, you know, it's one of the first things I when I sit down and interview for a job before I've priced anything. I pull out my phone and my app, and I'm like, you know, when they're talking about you know this last remodel they did ten years ago and how horrible it went with mm-hmm. communication. I'm like, well, this is how we solve that. You know. This is how we keep your selections in line. This is how you know uh, if you need the contract. This is the folder that it's in. If you need, you know, whatever schedule, you don't have to call me for the schedule. You can look right here and we update this every day or every other day. And so they've bought in. They love it. You know, we live in a very tech uh, savvy community in Austin. And so um, sometimes they almost expect Mm-hmm. you know, a platform sure. or something that you're going to use. And so it's been, it's been really beneficial uh, for us since then. So. Yeah, that's a great story. There's something to be said about uh, that, that, that idea you had in buy-in from, from your employees. Cause in some cases, um, you know, a lot of companies are, it's just like forced, not forced on them. That might be a little aggressive, but a business owner goes, Hey, we're doing this right because mm-hmm. we need process. And you know, for them to get a little taste of it, then go back and then like kind of be the ones that prompted you to go do it again. You mm-hmm. definitely got buying at that point. And absolutely. And you have to, because yep. they're the people in the, with the boots on the ground really doing it. So mm-hmm. I thought that I mean, was that, interesting. Yeah. Those guys, you know, those are the guys that are using it mm-hmm. uh, and that are benefit from it with mm-hmm. having the information at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you're right. It was important for them to, to come to that wanting it again, wanting a one solution. And we said, you know, for us to be, you know, at the top of the market in Austin, uh, which is where we want to be, we need to have this platform and be able to, to, to show our customers that we're you know, the best. 
So yeah, yeah I think sense. it's great too that for listeners to hear. You know, obviously, I think you went in like most people, which is we're going to implement this software and it's going to change everything. And we're just going to mm-hmm. dive in the deep end and we'll figure it out as we go. And you're just like building the train tracks as you're going down the track. And it's like, that does not work. You know, Mm-mm. it's you know, and, and it's funny because we're coming to that time of year and everybody's thinking about, OK, what am I doing next year? And we're setting all these big goals and we're like, how are we going to get there? And it's like, don't worry, we'll just get there. We'll just go and we'll figure it out. And it's like, right. no, you got to start with small, you gotta, you gotta make it bite size and that way you can take time and kind of implement each thing as you go. So like right. that you started with daily logs and kind of got that going and you put a process around it. That's such a great model for people to adopt when they're trying mm-hmm. to start something new, like how you did. Mm-hmm. So I commend yep. you guys on that. That's, that's really great that you figured that out. Yeah. Definitely right. think like going, going that guns blazing, you know, cause I honestly, when I, the first day I signed up, I was like, all right, let's dump our budgets in there. Let's get those, you know, plumbing fixtures uploaded and, mm-hmm. and and here we go. And it's not that it's not that easy, but it's not that easy. And so <laughs> there, there's more to it um, yeah. on the kind of back end. But once you get the back end going um, and understand everything, um, you know, it's we're, we're a much better company because of it. So, yeah, you know, implementing Builder Trend, there's so many different facets to it, like uh, what kind of builder are you and, and what are your current processes and how, how sophisticated or not sophisticated are you? How many employees mm-hmm. do you have? Are all of that, were all of them involved in the decision process is Jack 85 and has no business and no, no want to use this at all. Like one of your employees. Right. And so there's so many mm-hmm. things on top of that. Then you actually get to the software and the mm-hmm. software is much like building, right? You've got to build a good foundation in terms of how you learn it. And a lot of that's mm-hmm. behind the scenes, like cost codes, cost catalogs. Like you can't just jump into selections or, or it wouldn't really be efficient for you. You wouldn't do what mm-hmm. you're asking it to do. I thought the other thing is interesting that we talk about a lot. We kind of are our own worst enemy because over the years, um, we've been taking suggestions from our clients like, hey, do this feature, do this feature. We're like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, we'll totally let's, do that. Let's build that feature. Yeah. So now we've got like 27 features and they don't all apply to everybody. Right. And, mm-hmm. and not everybody's ready for all of them. So you sort of log in as a business owner and you see all 27 features. And I'm sure just like you did, you go, we're not even using all this. So we're not getting all the benefit out of it. And I don't think that that's actually apples to apples. I mean, in a lot of cases, a daily log can save a company $5,000 lawsuit, right? In one year. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's really good for people to understand is that, you know, we'd love for you to use all of it that apply to you, but if Mm -hmm. you're not, you're still getting the value out of it. Yeah. In Mm -hmm. a lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other tips for listeners that might be in a similar situation for you? Whether I guess at any of the stages we've kind of talked about pre or like considering like that you were in that wrestle that moment of like do we continue doing this or revert back to our old ways or you know anything else that our listeners might actually say yeah that i'm i'm right there with you on that i think for us it's just you know it's like anything you've got to it's not a one-stop dump your info and go you've got i think one thing the dallas training taught me was how the templates and the like backend stuff can really save you time. I was like, man, that's, I didn't, I, you know, and, and learning those new features of, cause I was like, I build a schedule almost from scratch every job. And I was like, well, I'm never going to do that again. I'm going to have a new <laughs> home schedule and a, and a remodel schedule and tweak them. Yeah. Um, and so there's lots of that stuff that's, that's out there. 
Um, and so I think just for us, you know, taking advantage of the training, getting those that, you know, next new tip or whatever it is um, to kind of get you over that hump of what you need the software to do for you um, is beneficial. So I would suggest, you know, taking a step back, what what's not working right, and then you, you're going to have to put some time into it on the front end so that you can reap the years of ease on the back end. That's so perfect. I think, yeah, I, and I think obviously, like you mentioned, you came to build a training university on the road. We've got BTUs scheduled monthly, basically, in 2020. So I would assume, based on what you've just said, you would highly recommend people to come to mm-hmm. Belt Trend University to, you know, it's like you said, you got to take some time out of your day to kind of carve away, but then you'll reap all the benefits after you've done right. that. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Take I would some, definitely yeah, suggest take that. Take some time out of your day to carve away if your name's Ryan Hay. That's what you were going for? Yeah, yeah. thanks, Paul. I'm all poet over here. <laughs> uh, last thing, um, Austin, Texas. A lot of buzz about Austin, Texas out there. You know what it's I mean? Good spot. Well, yeah. There's I mean, a lot every, of hot product. Everybody thinks hot. like it's like the coolest place in the world. Like, you know, tons of tech companies are there now. Yep. Uh, you know, no income tax, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a win. Texas. And it's like, you know, it's like what, keep Austin weird or whatever. Yeah. There's a bunch yep. of there's a bunch of festivals down there. So a, can we come at, come hang out? Yes, and B, yes. So no, but uh, but in all honesty, we've talked to a lot of companies. A lot of friends of our uh, of our product are, are down in Austin, Tesla, like Matt, Matt Reisinger. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of talks about the Austin community as it relates to building. Is it yep. something unique down there? It feels like it's very like, uh, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it feels like it's very. Uh, not competitive as some markets might be, but also more collaborative. Collaborative. That's what I meant for. Yeah. yeah. I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, I think it's really cool. Um, you know, I've got Matt Reisinger's cell phone. I've called him about stuff. Um, I've, I bid against guys that, um, you know, or interview for projects against guys that are good friends of mine that, uh, you know, I, I tell people like, I'm happy if this other builder gets the job, I'm not upset about it because I know he's a good builder. I know, you know, he's doing the right thing. Um, so it's a very collaborative environment and that's really cool. I know it's not like that. Um, in a lot of places I have guys, um, I'm, I welcome any other builder to walk my job sites. Um, come check out what we do, you know, and I'll answer any question that anybody has. I got other builders call me all the time. Um, we talk about our jobs that are not going great and are going great. And, um, so yeah, I definitely think that, uh, this community is unique in that, uh, it's very collaborative and not, uh, competitive. And I think a part of that is that it's, it's been a booming economy for the last (laughs) few years and we've all got plenty of jobs, uh, to go around. So there's plenty of work for all of us and it's, seems to be continuing so awesome we should uh we should have ryan back on to talk about some of those the the phone calls that you don't want to make to somebody else and and (laughs) kind of a learning experience there oh i got a bunch of them that'd be fun (laughs) yep awesome well thank you ryan so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing your experience of course we loved hearing your story about your interaction with builder trend over the course of your business and of course we love that you're back in the builder trend family and we're glad that the software is working with you and just helping your business run smoother. And of course we wish you continued success in your business. Thanks so much for having me guys. I really appreciate it. All right, Ryan. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. All right.
Love what you heard? Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast so you can hear from more guests that will benefit your business. Also, please check out our show notes page for more information on what we discussed on this episode. You can find it at buildertrend.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Building Code. Appreciate you.